Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. It's time now to turn our attention to some stocks to watch and helping me out and giving us uh, some of the picks that he's looking at this week. Stanley Lim, the Chief Editor for Value Invest Asia. He's also video creator at Invest with Stanley. Good morning, Stanley. Good morning, guys. All right, so it's Invest with Stanley time. Let's take a look at some stocks to watch. I believe on top of the list you've got uh, Diageo. Tell us more about it. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> I don't know if uh, if you are a drinker, but Elliot, but uh, if you are, then you you definitely heard of the company Diageo. So yep. they are the largest liquor company in the world and listed in the UK, but also they have a dual listing in in US as well. So they have owned more than two hundred brands all around. You know, com- brands like Johnny Walker, your Bailey's, your Guinness. And and what's happening now to this company is very interesting because uh, they are going through a change of uh, premium, uh, becoming more premium with their brand. So they're selling off their more mass market brands and then uh, adding on and, and building up their premium uh, brands. And this has really brought a huge growth for the company. And in the last few years, they have seen huge revenue growth and uh, it should be continued to grow forward. And uh, they are expecting to grow their market share in the next eight years by 50%. Wow. And that could really see a huge boost in the company in the future. Uh, Stanley, you mentioned those brands, uh, very familiar brands uh, to all of us, I, I guess, if you drink. You're saying that they're selling those off, going to the more premium brands. I mean, how is this helping them sort of compete or stand out versus, you know, other peers and competitors? You know, I, I would argue that maybe, maybe a brand like Guinness, you have more quantity. If it's premium, wouldn't it be less? Yeah, so they're not really selling off, you know, the Guinness brand itself, sure, sure. But, but they're adding on, uh, they, they, are, uh, they see okay, the, their entire okay. brand as a portfolio, so they're okay, going to acquire okay. more premium brands out there and improving their margins overall. Right, better catalog, mm-hmm. okay, better margins, I get it. Uh, are there any risks to look out for here, especially when you consider this period of inflation that we are in, consumers, I mean, we've seen reports of how consumers are a little bit more cautious with their spending. What is your observation here? Yeah, yeah definitely a, a little bit of inflation risk uh, because after all they compete in a quite a saturated market and have to be pricing quite sensibly with their competitors uh, but in, uh, in terms of uh, liquor it actually has quite a good pricing power compared to uh, in, in terms of inflation because if you think about it whether it's uh, good times or bad times uh, people really still love to drink and overall I would say that Diageo is pretty good in protecting against inflation um, most of the risk will still come from just competition and how well the the management really execute this new strategy of becoming more premium in the market. Mm, plus with the advertising and all that, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Stanley, let's uh, move on to AMD. You've put this uh, second on your list. Interesting that you bring it up because this morning NVIDIA, their, their rivals are having a little bit of problem because uh, US officials are ordering them to cease exporting two of its top computing chips for AI to China. Now, without these American chips, Chinese organizations, they kind can't cost-effectively carry out the kind of uh, advanced computing that they use in, say, you know, image or speech recognition, uh, a whole lot of other tasks here. Why is AMD on your list? What kind of risks are you looking at? Right. So AMD uh, by itself, of course, if we take aside the political risk, mm. it is really in a duopoly market, both in the PC market and also in the graphic cards market, right? They compete with Intel in the CPU market and NVIDIA in the uh, graphic cards market. 
And by itself, they are still sitting on a huge opportunity. By by their own estimate, they are looking at a market of $300 billion over the next five years. Okay. And today, the, the revenue is only around $20 billion. So this company has really grown a lot. Uh, from the past five years, their revenue previously was just uh, about $4 billion. So they've grown fivefold over the over the past few years and uh, you know uh, even with or without the political risk in china the entire global market is growing especially mm. in the data center uh, region which is their fastest growing market and that's why you have cmd has been acquiring more and more companies uh, in that in that region uh, in that uh, industry uh, to grow their market share as well mm, makes sense especially when you put into view the the whole uh, need and thirst for data that we're in uh, final one yum china which owns kfc stores i mean that's a winner for me already <laughs> Uh, give your perspective, man. Yeah, so Yum China really come about in 2016 when they spin off from Yum Brands. Mm. So they're actually an entire set of independent company from Yum Brands and they focus just on the greater China region and they are the sole franchisee for, for KFC and also for Pizza Hut, right? So this company is, is one of the largest chain store in, in China right now mm. and the, the restaurant business in China is estimated to be about $800 billion market and Yum Brands really just have a 2% market share and they, they are looking for the next few years to actually double uh, close to three times their revenue stores. So they are now at about 12,000 stores across China. And if you compare that to Yum Brands, we're having about 55,000 uh, stores in globally. So by China itself, they have about 20% of Yum Brands total stores. So the, And they're still planning to grow it to about 30,000 over the next few years. So that's really still a, a huge potential for them. Mm, I mean, okay, I, I see the timeline here, but in the short term, should they be worried when you consider past couple of days, there's been some criticism of China again because of uh, COVID restrictions, COVID testing, the COVID zero policy. I mean, what are your thoughts short term though? Yeah, so so the, the policy in China has, has really been quite volatile. Yeah. Uh, but interestingly, during the pandemic, Yum China has actually been expanding because oh. right now about 50% of their sales is coming off restaurants, so coming okay. from their app for delivery. Ah. And so, so they really benefit from the, the huge lockdown period. All right. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me this morning. Stanley Lim, the chief editor, Value Invest Asia, as well as video creator at Invest with Stanley on the line with me. Stanley, thanks again. Take care. Have a good day. Yeah. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.